You're listening to a special version of the Insight Myanmar podcast, covering the military coup and the ensuing protest movement that has developed. During this crisis, we're ramping up the production of not only podcast episodes, but also our blog and other social media platforms. So we invite you to check these out as well. All the other projects that had been in progress prior to February have since been paused indefinitely to focus entirely on this emergency. But for now, let's get into our show. I'm really excited about the upcoming interview with the artist Chu Wenying. For those that find the topic she'll be discussing of interest and would like to hear more, I have some good news. Next Tuesday, January 18th, Chu will be a panelist in a virtual discussion organized by the International Republican Institute, a nonprofit NGO headquartered in Washington, D.C. that promotes democratic institutions and values around the world. She'll be joined by Omaid Sharifi, an Afghan curator and co-founder of Art Lords, and Mubashir Hassan, a Bangladeshi researcher who studies the politics of hip-hop and rock and roll in Bangladesh. Chu, Omaid, and Mubashir will be exploring the intersection of art, politics, and social change in their respective countries. The event will take place from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can sign up for the virtual panel by following the Eventbrite link in the show notes. We encourage all listeners to consider joining the dialogue, but for now, enjoy our own interview with Chu. My name is Chu Wenye and I'm from Myanmar and I live as an artist and most, uh, uh, basically I made a painting and I came from the really traditional background so I most of my artwork started uh, painting the beauty of uh, Myanmar and also the culture and the myth, the culture, traditional, this is so you can all always see in my painting and after this I started to create uh, about the, a series of women portrait after I have the experience of a sexual harassment on the street when I was 18 year old and started from that time I was focused on the, the daily life of women and unequal situation of women and also how the way the society and then the culture traditional how the way they uh, they shape women and the way they 
train women. So, and since that time, I make the a portrait of uh, a series of women, and my hours are um, uh, feminist, and and from this series after the coup d'état, I I I make the hour about the the revolution, especially the what the voices of the people during the protest, and with the handwriting that I collected during the protest, and I created hours based on this uh, handwriting and the letter, and. Um, Yes, for right now, I always keep. Uh, I right now I'm combining these two ideas. My the way my base creations what from the powers of women, the way we, the way we exit in the um, even surrounded by the culture and tradition. After this, I the coup d'état happened in my life, and it's really a big impact in my life. Also, so I cannot forget thing that I started, what I created as a woman and at the same time the coup d'etat it is the thing that I'm thinking right now every day since I woke up till I sleep, even sometime in the dream so now, so uh, when I combine this two is uh, sometime I make the hour about the how women they involved during the protest and during the revolution and how and also how the culture and the traditional and also the artwork sometimes how they involved during the protest to 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 fight the for what we believe excellent uh so there's quite a lot there so i want to sort of go, go on a bit of a journey no no no, no, no that was good um no, I just want to go on a bit of a journey here. So we'll 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 cover things in order. So you went to university in two thousand eight in Mandalay, and you studied uh, you studied as much art as you were able to to get your hands on. But you mentioned that the art that you were exposed to and the art that was being taught as correct or fine or high standard art was this sort of the realism. Uh, painting that that we've seen of you know previous centuries and that we still see but but not so much the abstract art not so much impressionist art contemporary postmodern just this focus on realistically portraying uh what you see uh would you say that's correct yeah yes yeah so what do you what do you think that does this culture of elevating realist art do you think that is harmful to the artistic community and the artistic development of young artists in Myanmar? Or do you think it has value to learn realism first and then branch out? Um, me, I learned from the basic when I started to learn art. And I was uh, outside from the art community. I'm, um, um, I'm the, the only one who interested in art in my family and also in my relative. Uh, there is no generation uh, who interested in art or who want to live as an artist in my, in my, in my family. So, and, uh, so I don't have a connection and who show me the way, who give me the guideline to learn art. So what I did is um, uh, I'm a outside of the art society and um, 
and uh, when I started. Uh, so I really want to be in this society and in, inside the art, uh, art society because uh, I want to know the artists. I want to know the the, the art uh, uh, the art teacher from the university. So. When I started, uh, I learned myself with the, through the book and through the through the through the video through the kind of a, a private teacher. But when I know a people from the art uh, society, uh, from the art world, uh, especially from Mandalay, I don't really feel I'm. I was one of them, and um, and sometimes people criticize you. Yet uh, maybe you're not. Uh, enough to be an artist or maybe you're not enough to be part of this exhibition because you don't have the visits so this at the beginning of um, uh, at the beginning when I started to interested in art and when I started to live as an artist I have the feelings most of the time so I said okay if I want to be one of them if I want to be in this uh, community I have to learn I have to start from the basics so when I um, so after that, I took the um, the private art school in Mandalay, and for four years during my uh, my engineering university, and um, four years. So I started from the basics, and then and and then I finished all the 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 courses exactly the same as the from the art university or art school. Um, what they teach on because the teacher is also he used to work as an art university, and. And after that, I'm still one of them. I became one of them. You know, I paint a fine art. I make the landscape. I made a beautiful, a uh, beautiful kind of realism art. And then, and then I want. I don't want to stop. Only just because of I can paint as, as, uh, as the same as the photo. I, I can paint as the same as the realistic. And and I feel, I don't feel. Right, I don't think this is me. So I wanted to to go farther than that. So I check the contemporary art, I check the modern art, I check the other style of the painting, the except the 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 the, 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 the kind of a realistic uh, a painting. And then when I started to create it, the the people in the art community, uh, I don't really know about in Yangon, but. This is uh, my experience from the Mandalay side. So in the the Mandalay, uh, the arts community people uh, told me, and that uh, yeah, maybe you can be out of the the community yet again because uh, sometimes it's uh, so the community is so tight, and what they believe is so tight, and um, and and also we are. Uh, this is the city from the last kingdom, and uh, so the the keeping the traditional and keeping the uh, so what they believe as a culture and also is a, a really conservative, and both in the daily life and also in the art community. So, so people remind me that uh, yeah maybe you will be out of the community again. Maybe the people they don't accept your a, cre- a new creation. Most of the time they couldn't make it in Manila, but. Is this possible if you move to Yangon and you make a, a new changes there? So, but anyway, I my teacher he's a, he was a really uh, as a, as a good teacher. He he was the the first one who gave me the light and uh, and he 
also had the same step at me. And some, at some point, he was out of the Mandalay art community a little bit because he introduced a lot of uh, modern artwork. Some, sometimes he did the performance, sculpture, and then um, the, the, the contemporary uh, style of the, the, the sculpture. So she also remind me but anyway it gave me the 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 idea to start it but the most difficult thing is you want to change your style from the traditional to the another style maybe something to describe you but the problem is how you know because uh, we don't really have a school we don't have a university or a teacher um, or a private school, just only to describe it, because we have a, a school of a teacher to teach the visit thing, but not for to to show the way um, how to to farther than that. So in Myanmar, especially for Mandalay, if you want to go farther than the realistic um, style of painting, you have to learn yourself. You have to to read the book you have to meet a lot of artists and people and um, and a, a little by a little and uh, it's take uh, really long sometimes just within this process you can get lost so i get lost for a couple of years um, you know, so for sure and then i couldn't find myself and i couldn't know what is the 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 father's creation of then the realistic so um but at the end, I made it. When I make it, it is more unique. It is more have uh, the that so I feel it's more meaningful than that you doing only the things. So I think it's uh, for me. I think it's important learning the visit thing because um, when I have the idea when I want to give the one message, just because I already finished all the business, uh, the technique. I know what technique that I want to keep and I know what technique that I want to don't use in my painting or in my artwork and I can uh, leave it and it's kind of the skill and the technique can support the message that I want to give. So for me, I think it's a, I think um, it's a really difficult journey, but I think at the end it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful ending, I have to say. And I think that's a, a very touching story. I want to focus on one element of it, though. So you you moved from Mandalay to Yangon, and partially this is because the Mandalay art community you describe as quite conservative. They're, they're maintaining these traditions. They're maintaining, you know, as you pointed out, it's, it's the last monarchy uh, that still has that legacy there. And you move to Yangon where new types of art are a little bit more accepted. Now, I wonder, do you find that that is true socially as well? Do you find that Yangon is more open to social change and to critically analyzing uh, its its beliefs and its customs than Mandalay is? Or is this just for the art world? And also for the society, I think the same in Yangon. Because, uh, you know, when you talk about the revolution the when you want to change something and uh, most of the the organization the people and also uh, the society everyone who making the first move most of them are based in Yangon so sometimes I I I 
sold uh, a couple of articles and a couple of interviews and then the, the videos. Most of them are really happening actively in Yangon and also in the society and everything, whatever changes. And uh, in Yangon, so sometimes these movements, they don't fit in the other part of Myanmar. So one movement and some idea, we can say, yes, this is weird changing, this is happening, but in Yangon, but the rest of the country is uh, is not matching this, uh, not changing it, and still really a close. And because I I I tell you this because I was born some um, I was born in Chan State, really a small town, and I still uh, go back this town to go and visit my my cousin and my grandparents. So so. Every year, almost every year, so I can see the way the the way people think in the small village and in, in this region. And then I live in Mandalay, and in, in the people, Mandalay is the the second biggest city in Myanmar, and even the second biggest cities in Myanmar. And the way they think, the way they behave in the society, is not the same in Yangon, and. And uh, yes, uh, um, and still, Yangon need to. We all know that Yangon need to more developed in the society. We have so many rules, so many things to to develop, to upgrade, and also to change the mindset of the people. So imagine how the rest of the country. Uh, the way they think to just to change one idea and just to change a. Uh, um, uh, to change one thing is just so difficult and so tight, and um, and Myanmar is not representing only Yangon. So when we talk about Myanmar, sometimes we have to talk Yangon and also the rest of the country. This is uh, sometimes I, I see that way. Okay, I can I can definitely understand that. So let's let's be a little bit more specific here because yeah. a lot of your art. Uh, deals with women in society, the roles of women in society. And your your portrayals of women are quite subversive. I mean, first of all, your your palette is is vibrant. Um, you've got very striking colors, these strong pinks, uh, these very deep purples, the contrast between these very strong, you know, reds and, and, and greens and blues. So you have a, a very striking way of presenting an image, but you also portray women within your art in, let's say, unconventional or, or non-traditional ways. Um, even when the, the women are clothed, clothed, you accentuate the female features. You accentuate um, the breasts, for example. And very many of the of the women that you portray are, are partially unclothed, which is not something that we would see in traditional Burmese art. So can you talk to us uh, specifically about your, your artistic portrayal of women and why that's so important to you? Um. um. I, as I told you, I started uh, uh, painting the landscape and the beauty of the the Myanmar, and um, and after that, um, one thing happened in my life is uh, uh, when I was eighteen, um, when I was living in Mandalay, my sister she came and visit to me uh, to visit the big city and um, to to visit to me, and then we went out. 
9.30 in the morning for the breakfast and one guy came and grabbed my sister bread and he drove away and my sister she was crying and everything that she was holding in her hand dropped on the floor and then, and then she was uh, she cried suddenly and then she told me and then I was I was shocked yes why did she cry suddenly and then she told me yeah this, this man did did this to me and then I was uh, I was angry, angry and suddenly spontaneously I made, I made a de decision to chase him with my motorbike and so I told my sister hold me tight close your eyes and then I follow him and then suddenly when he was planning to move uh, one corner of the road and then I closed my eyes and then I hit him uh, to catch him and and Yes, a lot of blood and a lot of crash has happened. And after that, I think this moment wake me up to focus on the the daily life of the Myanmar women on the street. Uh, because uh, I thought it happened to me and my sister because uh, uh, we were unlucky. But actually, it's not true. And uh, and I when I talk about this to my friends and the friends from the university and then the friends from my, my hostel and uh, when I talk about it, I was shocked because they all have a similar story as me. Not the same story, but a, uh, a similar story, but they all are keeping silent. So... Um, so that made me why we all have the similar problems and why we cannot see in the daily life why we cannot hear these stories and not because it's happening and uh, and we're hiding it uh, it's really happening in our life so that made me remind um, the 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 life and the society the way they shape the way they train how should think how we should behave because in our society if you're women's and even the kind of uh, insult insultment on the street you have to be a uh, keep quiet and keep neglect and it's well finished it's well gone this is how we were taught by our parents and from our teacher from the school so um, this is not true. This is uh, happening every day just because we neglected it. It's what disappears. Not true. It's not disappear. It's really, really every day. So um, we don't even feel safe. When I talk to the girl, we don't feel safe to go to the festival, to go in the crowd uh, or at night. We only feel like maybe at some point someone will come and touch us, you know, in the crowd, like um just uh, the, a random guy just touch and um, uh, disappear in the crowd. It's happened a lot. So like uh, instead of we enjoying the, our life, enjoying the festival, we have to take care. Yeah, you know, like uh, at some point someone will come and uh, do something to you. So in Myanmar, in the tradition, when you go to the festival, you go there with a lot of friends especially surrounded by a male at, around you, sometimes the brother, your cousin, the maid, they are surrounded by, uh, by, the, by the, 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 the girls, and then the girl should be in the, the, inside the cycle of your father, your brother, when they are surrounded as a shield. So, and this is just a small thing, but uh, it's still a lot, a lot. And the way they think, the way we think, the way how the men would think to protect the girl and the girl have to be, you know, so many ways um, when we just start to think about from the thing. Uh, so when I started to think about it, I really want to make these messages. I really want to tell this. Um, 
through my my painting. So when I start thinking about it, how that I want to paint as a woman. Okay, it's good that uh, I will paint about the women with this message. But when I want to give message, I want to give the proudly and bravely speak of what happened to you instead of hiding it or neglecting it. A real thing, a bad thing, that something, the insecure thing that that happened in the life of the women. So, and also in my painting, also the speak out and plus I want to tell just being the women, the existing of the women. So we are we are strong. We can take care of ourselves. Sometimes we are brave, and um, and proud of being who we are. Um, as we are, so in, in my painting, I want to give these messages. So that's why I made uh, sometimes uh, really a strong woman in my painting. They're not really smiling, but their face, a little bit smile, but kind of a, the, a, a proud smile. And maybe their, their body is a topless. Sometimes they open their legs so wide, like a, like a man's bread, or and and um, the colors are so bright, like uh, these women will dominate the, the the audience of the people who watch this uh, a painting, and um, yes, a, a bringing proud of uh, who they are because in Myanmar, just because you were born as a girl and. Since you were born as a girl, everyone's around you, including your mom, including your society, make you think that you're a, a dirty a creature. Um, we can see this uh, really a strong example is the lonji, the the skirt, the long skirt, a Myanmar traditional thing that we cannot wash together with the man clothes. And after we wash it, uh, we have to hang it. The, the lower line at the back of the house hiding like weird dirty things um, you know like a dirty insect and and also just because of your period and sometimes the way you buy the kind of a sanitary pad and like you stealing something from the supermarket and it's like a, it's a dirty thing and a lot of a lot of a family 99 or maybe more than that 99% of the family they they um, they separated the the women skirt and lounge the and then the bottom part separately at their house, and um, that made me feel just because I was born as a girl, and I don't want to live this guilt, and I don't I don't want to feel guilty. I I don't feel this is fair or this is enough. So in my painting. And I also describe it, and I also use a lounge or traditional fabric as the background of the painting instead of the canvas. And I really, really give this message uh, really strongly, uh, directly, um, uh, uh, to you know, to ask the question to the society again. And I really like that. So, so you're saying that you actually you paint on the fabric. Instead of using a canvas, you, you actually your medium is women's clothing uh, in your paintings, which I think is really cool. And and you bring up this example, and I think it's a very relevant, very poignant example. We saw back in March, April, uh, these tamen uh, kanta that were being set up in in Jiangong, where the women would hang the tamen, and the soldiers would not pass underneath, you know, because they're afraid of losing their pawn. And 
There was a very interesting trend that happened not long after this incident. A lot of young men on social media started covering themselves in tarmain and taking photos. Uh, whereas we have the conservative military who are still terrified of, of women's periods, they're terrified of women's clothes, they're terrified of losing their pawn, uh, all these sorts of things. So do you, do you think that these attitudes are changing in Myanmar? Do you think people are growing out of these superstitions and, and seeing women differently? Or is it not happening? Sometimes when we describe about Myanmar, and sometimes it is good to describe like Yangon and also Myanmar, the uh, Yangon and the 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 other the other part of Myanmar, uh, which is not Yangon included. So I think Yangon is a really uh, I have to say a really modern city, and the, a lot of young people and are really well educated. And even though our education system is not really it's really uh, good, but uh, they started to learn um, uh, uh, themselves, you know, through the internet and through the other uh, programs. So I think the way they think is really, um, is really, uh, you know, really open-minded. Really, and they can see uh, what is the 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 mistake, what is the the wrong thing in the culture and the society using these knowledges, but. The other side, the other part of Myanmar, except uh, the uh, the except uh, the outside of Yangon, and the people still believe in it strongly. So when I talk to the people who made this kind of a campaign, uh, young people, a young boy, a young girls, or also um, maybe um, the older generation who really believe in and moving this uh, thing, and when they Doing this kind of activity inside Yangon, a lot of uh, people supportive and it's really, really working. I mean, you, you even feel like, wow, we're going to change, you know, like uh, people and the, the crowd, they follow behind us. But outside part of the Yangon and even the some protests when they had to run uh, from the from Yangon and they have to hide in the in the a small town and they still uh, sometimes they still a uh, protest uh, say they still doing this kind of activity outside Yangon and a lot mm -hmm. of uh, um, uh, that there are a lot of interview that you will find and that uh, they explain that how difficult in the, a small village and a small town um, to do this kind of moment, to do this kind of, um, of thing, because it's not about revolution, it's not about politics, it's really interesting thing that cultural, a traditional and religion is really delicate way is twisted and sometimes you cannot remove one thing like yeah this is tradition this is uh, this is uh, a culture, this is religion. Some people but think some or the lady and in the family and the society they believe this is religion things actually this is not religion things this is uh, a traditional or this is a cultural but you know what they believe is from generation by generation for so long deep inside their mind so um uh this is good, one good example about tamming so similar like this problems in the society and they really deep inside sometimes the way the society the way the men treat to the women they think is this good is this deserve this is just because of the, the we are women and they are treating at this way we are acceptable because we are women and they accept it so what is difficult in Myanmar is a uh, 
like in Yangon, you know this is wrong and you know this is not true, so let's change it. And everyone involved it, everyone uh, part of this moment, and they change it. Yeah, to change, uh, they fight to change. This is good. You just need to fight to change. One fight. But the other side of the country is just to fight to change, you have to fight first to change their mindset. So this is, I have to say, this is the most uh, difficult part. And this is the something that we have to start for. And it is uh, sometimes take, uh, it's what takes many years or it can take many generations. Or if we're likely, make, we can do within a few years. And what is... Uh, um, um, the, based on your question, what is uh, interesting is uh, uh, once happened to me like sexual harassment on the street and then I woke up and I opened my eyes and I saw this kind of uh, unequal situation women, I started to fight and this gave me the, just because a, a, this kind of a traumatized moment happened to me and um, I started to interested in the other the, the other similar cases and I wanted to change it. I wanted to talk about it. The coup d'etat, what has happened in Myanmar is similar with my uh, personal uh, personal experience. Sometimes I feel that way. Just this is a big, uh, enormous, uh, enormous uh, traumatized moment, shake the whole Myanmar. And so it's uh, strongly this kind of a uh, laundry and tamang and this kind of a uh, man glory and then they kind of walk under the the skirt of a girl and this kind of thing was maybe it was based in the, in the modern society in Yangon but this whole the concept of a revolution was shake the whole Myanmar so and I'm sure there are a lot of uh, women and girls and also from the, the whole countries is involved. And they started to think this way. And after this traumatized moment, and maybe they were started to follow this way. Why people are using Longji to fight for it? Maybe my grandma from the small town, my auntie from the really conservative auntie from the really a tiny city from Shan State, maybe they will start thinking about it. Yeah, coup d'etat is happening, revolution is uh, happening. And why people are using this Longji and like the, the power of a man and a women and a what? And this, the whole moment, shake them. And I'm sure it's what open most of the people's eyes and maybe they will follow this uh, this idea and at some point I hope and I truly believe and they will get the the message of what is wrong from the culture and society and what they need to upgrade and to go to the better society so what I'm really wishing is uh, for all of us to win this revolution and after this revolution I don't think we will go back to the same as before and we were definitely upgrade in a lot of ways in the daily life in the society and even um, in the political way and even also in the educational edu educational system too and i mean that's definitely uh, something that we're all hoping for but on the topic of the coup d'etat so you you have definitely incorporated the coup into your your artwork and you have these you know artistic representations of of people protesting on the front lines um do you feel that after the coup your art 
changed fundamentally or is this just another evolution of the same fundamental messaging of female empowerment and a, and a re-examination of the role of women and the role of young women in, in society? Um, all the hours that I created are based on my experience and based on my thought. And sometimes kind of the question that I want to ask to the people who look at the painting. So what happened in my life is, a, I don't think it's a separatable because sometimes uh, maybe they are a separate uh, experience, but uh, some of sometimes they're they're happening in parallels. So I'm still fighting and living as a woman. I'm still have a lot of difficulties, and sometimes just because I moved to Europe, sometimes I even have a, a other problem as a woman that I couldn't even. Uh, think of before when I was living in Myanmar. So before the coup d'etat, I was uh, telling more about the the power of women and and like a little bit uh, a teasing wave of making a question to the society and then the the culture. But after the coup d'etat. And during the coup d'etat, I, I was quite active and I was collecting the handwriting of the people on the street. And um, and and also, I always kept painting, uh, kept creating artworks. And after the, the, the coup d'etat, and uh, the way I create and the way I see the problem or the way I feel to the to the to the answer or the problem solving is change because what happened to all of us is a really a big thing for me i still cannot believe that uh, this coup d'etat was happened when i was when i'm still alive in my life um and uh, a lot of killing a lot of uh, uh, traumatized horrible things and still every day and definitely just you're the uh, whether you like it or not, it's break in your life. It's change you definitely. So it has a lot of impact in my life. So after the the coup d'etat, the way I see to the world and also the way I see myself and my life has changed a lot. And so all of my hours, uh, so we can see uh, they change. Sometimes I talk about the revolution. I put talk about hope and just because of now I'm far away from home and I don't know when I will be able to go back to my home I miss Myanmar a lot and now I can see more clearly the beauty of Myanmar and the deep you know the the the, the unique thing that what make Myanmar beautiful so not when someone talk about Myanmar, it's not only uh, coup d'etat and killing, and also behind this, we have a beautiful culture, a beautiful story, a tradition. This one, we also have this. So when I'm far away from home, and I can see this more clearly, so now I'm more uh, interested in about the language, the writing, the alphabet. I feel it's more beautiful than before when I look at it again. And uh, plus the... The, the killing and the, the the fight for the people for their freedoms and um, all the bad news make me feel that like uh, 
you know, as I'm a Myanmar and also the Myanmar, we are from the same country. I feel that we are connected anyway. Once there is a one bad news happen, one killing happen, it also make me feel bad. So this had a big impact on the creating the painting. So the way I paint and then this style is uh, changed a lot. Uh, inside me it changed a lot, but now I cannot say in the painting it's changed a lot or not. But after, uh, I think the time will tell this. And But um, at the same time, I don't want to do only the revolution, the, only the dark side of Myanmar. At the same time, I see it's more the other uniques and the beauty of Myanmar. So now the artwork that I created, still I'm still carrying the... The, my backbone messages of the about the power of a woman because it's still now still even I'm in Europe I'm still there is the issue there is uh, something that we st still uh, have to have to working on this one will be the 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 a little bit of the taste on the every the painting every concept that I created but the two the two things is separated as an hour is a one about the revolution and one about the the beauty and the unique things of Myanmar that I couldn't see before. Okay. And so I want to just move back a little bit. So you, you're in France now, but at the beginning of the coup uh, back in February, you were still in Myanmar. So can you talk to us about why you left and, uh, and how you left? So, a few days before the coup d'etat, I was in Mandalay, and then I decided to uh, to go to Yangon because uh, um, uh, at this time I was living in both city in in Mandalay and Yangon, and um, I paint in Mandalay and I carry this painting to Yangon, and uh, I I work with the gallery there, I make with the exhibitions there. So basically, basically, I live in two cities, but. Um, just a, a few uh, just before the coup d'etat i make the decision maybe i will go and live in yangon because it's going to be uh, better for me instead of uh, going back and forth all the time and all the transportation so uh, i was in yangon just to to make the final payment of my uh, kind of a studio uh, a place uh, for the apartment that i will use as a studio and also at my uh, you know to live so so in this morning of the, the in that morning the where the when the cutators happened, I was in front of the, the bank in Yangon. Just I was waiting to cash out uh, to pay for my for this apartment and the bank was closed and I asked the security guide, yes, why the bank is closed? And I thought it's because of the COVID, because only half of the banks are closed during the COVID time. So and then the security guy said, No, 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 it's not because of COVID is because of the political situation. And then I went, wow, okay, I don't know what is the, what is happening. And then my phone internet is not working. So I decided, okay, when the bank is closed, I will go back home. And then to, I, I, I called the taxi and inside the taxi, the, because of the taxi driver, thanks to him, I understand the coup d'etat what happened last night at 2 a.m. through the radio. And he told me all the internet, all the phone lines, nothing is working. And then um, the, 
all our presidents and uh, are captured, and the the military they are marching from uh, from uh, from Napier to Yangon, and then wow, within. So a short time um, when I didn't plan to that off, I received that news and I was shocked. And I went back home when I arrived. Instead of I'm going to the apartment, I was on the street and I was asking when I see a group of people, I'm collecting the messages because... Um, uh, because at this time it's so difficult to know what is going on. No internet, no phone call. I couldn't call anything. So, And then I, I, I realized that the coup d'etat was happening. And... And yes, and after that, I was stuck in Yangon, and and I decided to lose some of my money from this apartment instead of uh, instead of uh, keeping this apartment. This idea to move to Yangon, and um, I was in Yangon, and the first two or three, uh, the first three or four day was completely invisible coup. So I was even wondering. Yeah, the coup was happened. Just uh, no one talk about it uh, in the downtown of Yangon. Everything looked normal, like really invisible. So I was even I I even wondered a bit at this time, like maybe a little bit of changing on the on the leader, and nothing will happen. Not like in the eighty eight. You know, I was thinking. But uh, anyway, the way they they did to us, whatever we vote, whatever. People tell about it like we don't care, we don't give a shit. Like we we can do whatever they want, you know. The way they do is this, so we cannot accept it. So st starting from the the fourth day of uh, coup d'état, a massive of people on the street. Suddenly, a lot, a lot of a human sit on the on the street. They started to go out to demonstrate, and me too. I wanted to to tell my voice i wanted to express express my voice of you know i cannot accept it so but i'm in the yangon i don't have a lot of friends most of my friends is in mandalay and i know a few friends in the yangon uh my old friend from the university so i call them they are quite far away from me and then they are with their friends and groups and they are demonstrating on the street so to reach there to arrive to their spot is gonna be is really uh, difficult for me so i was uh I spent two days just on the phone and calling around the uh, friends and to dry to protest on the street because many people on the street and then and then I, I, I we don't know how dangerous it is and maybe it's not dangerous or maybe it's dangerous we don't know but this is a really a new thing to all of us so I prefer to go on the street to demonstrate with the with the friends and people that I know. But uh, after two or three days, I'm just in the apartment and then I feel so bad, like uh, a masses of people on the street. I'm looking at it and I still don't find a friend to dry, you know. So at the end, I said, okay, okay, I, I don't care. Maybe uh, I don't have a friend or maybe they are far away. Maybe I will go out on the street and I will demonstrate uh, myself and I will do kind of uh, creating a little bit of artwork and during this um, and I will... I will demonstrate myself uh, holding the, the poster, so I thought that way. And I went out from the building, and then I I was uh, checking in the downtown, which grew or looked nice and welcoming, you know, to dry. And then suddenly I was just, uh, you know, just a human, nothing, uh, n no accessory, nothing, just a water bottle and a bag, and that's it. So I said, okay, when I'm going to demonstrate, I want to hold a poster. So I went to the, to the painting, 
supply store and then I bought a, a paper and a paint to write a poster for me and in front of the shop I was writing a poster for myself and suddenly one came uh, one man came and asked me oh you're writing a poster can I have this one or two poster and uh, one poster for me because I also left my house to protest on the street but I didn't have the poster to hold it so I asked him what he wanted to write and I wrote it for him and then and and also at the same time there are a young a groups of, uh, of the the uh, young uh, artist group in front of the shop and they also writing a poster for themselves and also the other people asking to them so yes so i yeah suddenly once uh, i started to write a one poster for one person it's never end the whole day a lot a lot of people they 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 came con constantly and asking the the poster so at the end of the day uh, after i finished all my paint and paper and i was asking yes me is instead of that i'm uh, demonstrating i'm um, on the street uh, in the groups and I'm an artist, I can paint, and I think this can be a good way to participate in the protest, uh, providing a poster to the people, uh, what they want to tell, what they want to hold in their hand. So, and I talked to the to the young groups next to me, and then suddenly we became, or we all become together, and then we make this plan, like, uh, yes, and tomorrow we will meet here at the same point, uh, at this uh, this spot, the same spot, and uh, we will start to, let's write a poster for the people, and then this is how how the 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 rifle right for writing for the poster what happened uh, at this time it's not rifle right i didn't give the name for the rifle right because uh, after i writing the poster in the evening and in the before we started for the writing the poster you know before the the, the meeting time i was doing my other project is a is a I was holding the, the empty canvas on the street and holding the pen in my hand and I was asking people, write something that you're feeling now, write something that you want to change, the wrong thing to write. So a lot of people, they, they came and write on this canvas what they're feeling, what they want to change. So beautiful. Uh, some some of the texts are so beautiful. Some are really hilarious and insult to the the military, and really interesting. I, I I'm happy that I made it because every day the situations change. The voice of the people who add us to write the poster and the the handwriting of the people on the canvas is changing and is really directly reflect the voices of the people. So. Uh, so I give this name of this uh, collecting the handwriting of the people during the protest. This painting, I give the names of Rifle Right. And the other side, I'm still writing the poster, handwriting or poster, each of us every day with uh, groups of young people. At this time, I have the Facebook page with the 40k follower. So in my page, I was posting about the writing the poster and also the the the, the activity that we is going on. So every day, a new a new people 
uh, new or uh, young people who interested in like uh, who can paint or who interested in to paint and uh, they they wanted to be part of this uh, you know the in the during the post protest what they can do so so every day we see a new young people in our group so this group is getting bigger and bigger and at some point I started to think uh, yeah instead of uh, we based on this spot and how about we do a mobile and because uh, the situation is changing every day and the groups of the protest is also changing every day one day today is important for the UN so the group of people are protest they are protest uh, protesting and giving their messages and voices in front of the UN sometimes they're moving to the embassy sometimes there's uh, in the downtown you know um, based on the the, the 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 news and the saturation the people are also moving so I was thinking, yeah, we are based on the downtown, not far from Sule area, under the bridge. Uh, it's good. So every day there is something happening there. So it's good. But at the same time, I also want to follow the, the, the based on the new of the other location. So I asked the, the, my friend to help me a truck. So and, and a, a, a groups of, uh, we split the two groups, one who gonna paint on the on ground at the spot one on the track so on the track we decorated the track with the again like a poster and like a message and we we hang the kind of a, a sign that is a free poster for everyone and so on the track and we moving around in the on the street and we writing a, a poster for the people and when I say you that I write the poster and I don't write the but I I write the poster and I give it to them. We didn't do that. We just writing with the paint and the white uh, paper and a whiteboard. And then when someone asks what they want to write, what they want to give the white, the, what they want to fill, write on the board, and we we wrote it for them directly on spot. So this is also really interesting. And every day at the end of the day, I talk with the the, uh, the the people who write the, you know, our groups, the people who write the poster, and every day the voices of the people are changing. Sometimes we have, a, of course, uh, we have a few leftover board, like uh, we make a mistake or um, like the, the voices of uh, the vo everyone's writing this uh, one quote of the today and then the next Next day, we were keeping this uh, this board and we fix uh, some design and uh, we give to the people and uh, they don't want to hold it and they don't like this uh, this uh, this code this message it and they want a really upgraded uh, the the you know to the depend on the saturation the the voice of today. So this one is really interesting. It's a so based on the date, based on the saturation, the date, the voice is always changing and. Um, and um, this is uh, how I collected. And uh, suddenly, not suddenly actually, after day by days after this, the saturation in Yangon is getting darker and darker. And the first stepping with the knife in, in the downtown Yangon from the from the other the, the people from the military side and they stepped the knife on the protest uh, in the in the downtown not far from the Sule where we were we based and at that day I was just uh, another corner of the this uh, where it was happened so we all had to run and uh, I was uh, I was walking to 
our meeting spot and suddenly this the, it was happened everyone's running we didn't know why we was running and uh, everyone told us like run 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 so you know at this day i was with the a big bag with full of paint and all the equipment and um I had to run in the in the small street, hiding in the building, and then some people they hide it uh, in their apartments. Um, so there was the the first running was happened. Uh, at this time, the military they didn't use the area bullet of shootings or killing was happened. At, uh, but uh, it was the first running happened. After that, a few people, a young people who helped during the poster writing, they were in the the jail for a few weeks and uh, after that they, they 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 were freed again but uh, but uh, uh, they were in the jail for 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 a while and and the situation in Yangon is really getting darker and darker we couldn't even recognize it. the Yangon as we remember it's like a, a real battleground and uh, at this time um, we didn't do the writing the poster because uh, it's so difficult uh, with the all the equipment after we the, we have the experience or a real actual run in the street and also with the big trace uh, even as uh, more difficult and during that time i even told all of uh, the people who have that on the track if something happened just don't think about the track just run don't think about any evidence just run but uh, so luckily we were always a little bit ahead of the the uh, ahead of all the 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 bad things happened we only make the good decision to choose the location and also make the good decision to leave the time when we should move the time so so the track uh, we didn't have a lot of problem with the track and um, after writing the poster after the saturation change we decided to keep in one apartment and we paint a small little painting and using the through the facebook page that i mentioned before and we were selling this small painting um and, and um, selling all the uh, and uh, donating all the, the profit of the sale of this small painting to CDM, Civil Disobedient uh, Movement, the people who joined the CDM. Uh, we donated. This is kind of, uh, we changed the plans, like, uh, you know, inside the apartment, doing secretly. But it's still one guy, uh, one of our friends with the scooter, with the motorbike, and they have to deliver all the, the painting of the after this to, to, to one we, one we sold. So it's also so dangerous for him. Some of the, the small paintings are kind of political artwork, like uh, against the coup d'etat, uh, against military coup. So, so dangerous for him. It's only we, we made it for one week or 10 days after that, uh, uh, we decided to stop it and um, starting from that point it's more like an individual move and I kept uh, doing this the right for right things and and at this time I was living in San John San John and a lot of military they search the apartments of your your building with no paper no document anything when they want to check they can check they can break your doors so 
in my apartment is a full of this rifle, right? Painting with the handwriting of the people. And definitely when you look at it, just the first one second and you see that I'm uh, with the strong evidence how people hate them, how they insulted, how they want a freedom, they want justice, they want the elected winning leader to be free. So these paintings are in my room. So, so I definitely need to move them. So I asked the... I asked uh, somewhere to somewhere safe uh, to keep this painting for me and even to move this painting from my apartment to this safe place is like in the American you know uh, Hollywood action movie it's uh, wow so stressful Sanjang is full of uh, military in every corner that we have to pass this uh, yes anyway to, there was uh, one for uh, answer uh, for foreign people, they involve us um, for moving this people, uh, moving this uh, painting uh, from my place. So I think uh, at some point, military maybe they they noticed that with the car, with the different diff, different license plate, and they are moving from this building a big board, uh, you know, moving something, you know, you know maybe something is uh, happening. So. Uh, I'm, we never know. I never know um, how is that happened. But anyway, after a few days, I moved this painting. Um, a group of militaries arrived and knocked in front of my apartment door. They're going to be nine or ten. Milit uh, they're not military, actually. They're in the police uniform holding the gun in front of the door and, and um, yes, uh, asking the questions. And there was the only one guy who wasn't wearing the uniform, and he was the one who's really important and leading the groups in the in the groups of this uh, policeman. And then I realized at this moment, one there in front of the doors and asking questions, and and whatever they want to do to me, they can do whatever they want, and I have no protection. I have no protection. I was scared. That feeling made me really scared after you saw it in front of your house with the scan and and whatever they, they can do to you. And this is the, the moment that I started to think about maybe it's not safe for me to be here. And I still can... Because before I never wanted to leave my country, there is a time that they need the people the most who can help. So I wanted to be in my country. I wanted to do what I can help because already I talked a few people before this uh, things happen. And then I talked with uh, some of my friends and I always deny, deny, deny to, le to, leave, to leave the country. But this happened and I talked with one of my friends and he's a really important um, the people for the NLD and because uh, um, um, anyway just uh, I talked with this friend um, and then and then he explained me that uh, the situation and also he gave me the suggestions now to think about yourself what you can do now not a lot inside Myanmar and you should be out of the the country and I thought you already out of the country now if you can manage to leave the country he said he recommend me to leave the country because if someone out of the country is something can can help outside is always useful and 
and uh, prepare yourself the thing that you can keep doing in Myanmar and the thing that you can help Myanmar outside the country and and uh, and yes uh, this phone call really made me think that uh, and also plus the the last night with this uh, groups of uh, the people with the guns that made me really convinced me to leave the country and then and I asked some help and um, then uh, within a really short time I arrived I got the visa and uh, I arrived in France and I as for my parents told me not to come back to Mandalay to say goodbye but anyway I made it two days um, uh, I took uh, uh, the I took the saloon and on the highway and I went back to Mandalay and then I say goodbye to them for two days and then I went back to Yangon and then I took the flights and very short time with the um, the luggage that I left the night they arrived at the at my in front of my apartment, the same luggage and I arrived in France. So that's I mean that would have been a very terrifying. Uh, experience to have uh, and I think you mentioned that your family as well had to move uh, yeah this one was after <laughs> I after France I mean after I arrived in France so when I'm in, in France um, uh, when I arrived from France uh, the first a couple of months I was completely acting as a loser I was just staying in the apartment feeling guilty for leaving the country and I know no one in France and I have no friends and all my career, everything that I built from the, from so to, 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 to live as an artist and everything and all the gallery that I work are, I have to leave behind in Myanmar and it's completely, I feel like I'm a, I cannot speak their language and I completely knew here, like, a, you know, a starting a thing. So, and I feel so bad and also uh, my emotional is really feeling down, uh, feeling depressed. I'm uh, completely a loser at this time. And uh, and then uh, after two or three months and uh, all my social media, I had to delete it uh, when I have to leave the, the country for the safety at the airport. So um when I contacted the gallery in France, uh, you know, to have some chance and to keep working, then they said they asked the Instagram, they asked the social media to trace it. And then, and I have nothing. It's like completely I'm a, a, a new person, like, uh, you know, just uh, someone who just finished the high school or someone, sometimes I feel with the eight, the even eight year old eight-year-old kid can speak better than me so I was uh, feeling quite depressed for two or three months and after that I was uh, I cannot help back my country I cannot even help myself so so at some point I was okay I cannot be I cannot be like this all the time so I started building my uh, portfolio my website and all the social media that I had to delete it I recreated again and this made me uh, make me give life again you know I was moving again and I was hoping so and um, I make up my mind to recover from this uh, the sadness and also this being a guilty and 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 when I on the when I'm, I'm capable of working again and um, and I can keep helping the people from Myanmar again so and so I realized yes uh, to help the other people and 
also it's important to to stand on my feet and to help myself first and then then and then i don't find any uh, the, the place to make the the exhibition of my the rifle right the painting they arrived together with me and after so many people and so many months I spent on the way to arrive in France these paintings are with me but I still uh, cannot find the gallery who going to show this artwork so I was a little bit feeling bad okay uh, I still don't find anyone yet but instead I'm feeling depressed it's, it's good to keep moving on and keep doing something. So, and I decided to demonstrate and to do a performance art in the street of Paris. So I started with a small thing in front of the Louvre. The first time when I started is in front of the Louvre, me in the red dress and with the, my head is uh, hidden under the red scarf. And that was my first move. I was uh, demonstrating there and also kind of a, uh, performance there and then suddenly uh, the security front the loop they they run and run out from the from the loop and they said no 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 and I think they so scared and afraid because uh, you know I got a lot of uh, attention from the people a lot of people they stop and they watch me me I'm in the red and then the, they cannot see the face in the red so I think uh, I understand that security from the loop they they were scared and suddenly they they they, they run out from the building and they kick it off go away you know like uh, and then I have to move with uh, this big uh, red dress and then the I was uh, for sure I was a little bit scared to keep doing the the artwork on the street of Paris because I just flee my country and then this country is just helping me to slave for right now and then how about if I maybe the copyright thing so if I did something wrong maybe if they kick me out I have nowhere to go so I was a little bit afraid but I said okay anyway I will keep doing it so I kept doing the a second sport a third sport on the bridge and the same dress and then the the same messages and um, and then this gave me energy and then this gave me yes I still can Maybe I'm outside the country, but I still can support the the people, and I st and I still can tell that we're together and we we have the same target. So then the second move is like a, instead of this uh, a small performance, I make a kind of a longer performance on Momath on the Sakrika, and uh, I make the performance video, but not in the dress in the white dress. And then this video was spread so well in Myanmar and everywhere. At, during this time, if you ask someone um, about this video, and most of the people already watch it. Um, but uh, and uh, also the BBC News, they make the interview about it. And um, <clears throat> at this time, I didn't know. I was just happy. Yes, people support me. I thought maybe they don't. Uh, maybe they won't really care about it. But uh, seem at this time in Myanmar, the people in Myanmar, they couldn't uh, demonstrate a lot. They couldn't do the lot. So I think it's what the 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 right moment to to the, this video is published, and then everyone's feelings like. Um, and support supportive at the same time it spread really well and after a few days uh, from the reliable source and i got the, uh, the 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 message and the photo that i was on the i was on the i don't know that i can tell in the in the in the interview but anyway i was on the the military department top secret fine 
and I was number fourteen, and um, and they reported everything: the text that I wrote, the clothes that I wear, the colors, the locations, my name. And at the end of the paper, I think maybe someone's important with the handwriting wrote four lines. And in these four lines, like um, to find the biography, check the in and out list of the country, and also find the family member and report again. So it's written like this. So. Find the family member. This is the sentence that scared me the most because I know they couldn't touch me. They couldn't do anything to me because I'm in France. But my whole family, including my younger sister, is in is in a is still inside Myanmar. So instead of they cannot target to me, I'm worried for my parents, of course, but more worried for my younger sister because we look similar and and、uh, she also young people. So as they target us, of the young people, she can be the be be the one that they targeted. So I was so scared. And I, I took a few days、uh, to make the decision what I should do, and then at the end I decided to tell my parents. And yes, I did it. It happened.、So、you have to move your house because I wasn't sure that、uh, the address that I put in my ID in my passport and also to apply for the visa. I didn't remember which address that I at. So anyway, it's、uh, the best for them to to remove the house. And during that time in Myanmar, it's a little bit difficult to find、uh, to rent a new place because the owner they suspect why you you find a new place to rent. You are civil disobedience or you are the criminal. You know, they wondering. So and at the end, they found a place. After one week, they found a place, and they sent me the sent me the photo of the place, and I I my heart was broken, and、uh, the place is so shit, the toilets, everything was、uh, horrible. It's really kind of a, a dumb place, but anyway, they are safer there. They didn't complain at all. I and I didn't talk about anything about the place and how difficult for them to to live there for a while for a few months. But anyway, it's safer for them to move this place, so they move there for me, and、um, they are safe now. I mean that ultimately that's what's important is that they've managed to go somewhere that's that's safe.、Mm-hmm. But from your Uh, for your own position, you're now in France, and、uh, obviously you had you know a negative experience with、uh, protesting in front of the Louvre,、um, which is very unfortunate. But as a general rule, I'm wondering how do how do people in France and how does the community in France react to your context and your art and your politics compared with the artistic community back in Myanmar? Um, for right now, every Myanmar people, wherever you can do, wherever that you can support, and back to the country, they support and they are happy for every different way. If you can cook, you cook the food and you sell it for the for the funding. They all happy if you can paint, you paint it. If you can make the music, your music has、uh, will be helpful. In every field, every industry, every talent, people, whatever you can do, even a small thing is really helpful. So right now, it's not only the community in France and every Myanmar people outside Myanmar, whatever part of the the world. I think the they are feeling the same way I feel it.、Mm. But so I mean,、uh, not so much that, but I'm more like 
your art specifically, the the uh, the emphasis on the role of women and and uh, women in society and um, sexual harassment and these sorts of things. Do you find that the French community is responding um, differently to this art than the Burmese community? Um, yes, a little bit slightly different because sometimes um, when they look at the painting, they see it's the uh, portrait for women and they're wondering, the, the girl from, uh, from Myanmar, you know, this kind of a very traditional country, they made this kind of uh, open position of a, a women portrait. So they're wondering, so when they start asking the question, why you paint on the traditional fabric or why you paint this kind of uh, the, the women, so we can explain and I can explain the story behind it. And when they match with the, the, the figure in the painting and the message behind it. It's really interesting. And I think a French people are really open to listen and to, to explore the, the different culture. So there is a, it's a really a good part. And I'm happy when I introduce myself that I'm on the one from Myanmar. Germany and the most of them they know where the country is it and so I'm I'm happy for that but they don't know a lot about the the country I need to a little bit introduce but they know the geographically where I live and the some people they already been to Myanmar so the, I think the connection is really working well but uh, what interesting is still the message of the women power of my painting are still sometimes still a little bit similar in the situation in France uh, because uh, still in France um, the the women right is still they are fighting for and a lot of um, philosophy and a lot of uh, concept and then uh, the in the article and then what they are talking about it so maybe they don't have a similar problem as Myanmar but they have a similar um, the same problem as Myanmar, but they have a similar problem. So I think the women issue is like a global thing. So, and also they have their a French way of uh, thinking and fighting the, 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 uh, about the, the life of the women here. So I, and I feel that they found a common thing and they can understand and they can have the, another dimension of the a story from the, from the Myanmar point of view uh, through this, uh, the same fight. That's fascinating. So there's, there's a sort of a sense in which the conflict in one country can help to inform the conflict in another country so that both can... Uh, both can move forward and both can repair. Um, so just experimenting, and, yeah? And also in my painting, uh, sometimes, you know, when I was young, when I started to to change my painting style from the realism to the a modern way, I learned and I... I read a lot and I try to understand a lot about the Western art and Western art history. So at some point, I completely took 100% the idea from the rest, uh, from the West, and I put these messages and idea in my painting, but I think it wasn't really working well. So um, we, 
we have a different culture and society and the way we live is different and the way we see and the way we think about the idea and the way we think uh, to solve the problem is also a little bit different so and I at some point after a few years I realized that I cannot take all the concept and idea from the west to to put in the in the in the frame in the artwork of the Myanmar society with the with uh, with in, in in my Myanmar mindset uh, so at some point I realized maybe the problem may be similar but different, depend on the country, depend on the society and the culture. And also the way we solve this problem is might also different. So since I figure it out and the the artwork that I made and the thing that I see, uh, they became more unique and I can tell more about Myanmar and at the same time uh, I can ask more questions, I can tell more about the culture and at the same time um, they are telling the the different dimension of seeing the same problem for example um, um, maybe one western mindset about solving the problems maybe there is a one problem in Myanmar instead of I'm taking 100% of this solution and I adopt it uh, this idea and I and I train I reference this solution but I make the uh, a different solution to fix it in the Myanmar culture and society and then and based on this uh, this uh, concept I make the artwork on my painting so when you look at the painting the people from Myanmar and they understand it, and they give uh, a question to them, and the, and the idea or the inspiration for the solution. And also the people from the outside of uh, Myanmar, who are not from Myanmar, when they look at this painting, uh, they still can uh, see the, the way how we adopt the... Uh, the um, we didn't take 100%, I mean, I didn't take hundred percent, and I changed, and I, um, I changed uh, to fix it in our culture and society. So, when the people outside Myanmar, when they look at it, the way Myanmar people think, the way we think, the way the society and the culture, how shape in the shape in the in the um, problem and also the problem solving things so i think it's a really beautiful and i think a lot of people they were left to just seeing this uh, this is my artwork and uh, find the to understand the the culture behind it the social behind it and at the same time the how myanmar people they they solve their own problems and and own difficulty in in myanmar cultural way no it's it's a good insight um but so moving moving from the contemporary uh more to the future i just have one more question i want to ask and that is what do you envisage for your art and your continued messaging uh in the coming weeks in the coming months and potentially even in the coming years yes after the coup data and I'm feeling it's really a bit depressed. And after that, I live again. 
When I live again and I make this uh, artwork and this artwork not only impact me and only the there are also impact on my families and also the people that I care the most. So um, before this time, I was a little bit wondering how art is important and how art is powerful in the daily life and also to fight, especially to fight for the revolution, how the art can can be a powerful so before I wasn't really sure to be honest but after this has happened to me and it's arrived the same time together in Sussex and the Setnet and then the 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 pressure of course but uh, I realized the art maybe is powerful the art, what I'm doing is maybe it's not nothing. Maybe they're going to be the something. That's why the military, they, they move their ass to take care of it. And they, they um, you know, the, I, I, I mean, for example, like uh, this hour, like punch them and it's hurt them. You know, it's kind of touchable uh, through art. So after this happened to me, it was really... Uh, a stressful time and um, I cried a lot with so many stress and pressure but after this uh, I realized yeah the art is uh, something that uh, that, uh, that we can keep doing it and uh, we can keep punching them using art so in the future I will keep doing the artwork just to just to reach our target our the the country the better future that as we want to build with the justice and freedom and yes and and um, I, I will keep creating this kind of this kind of artwork and also just because of I the whole life I will live as a woman and I will live as a female definitely this one this one will never change so from my points of view from from the points of uh, the, the the dimension of a, a woman and dimension of uh, a Myanmar women from all the the background of the the culture of the of the of the the, the vision that I see I feel not a lot I feel that um, I feel not a lot of people will have a chance. The people who have a coup d'état experience, the people who um, have the sexual harassment on the street, the people who was live from the, a small town, a big town, and then a big city in Myanmar, and move in France and different, completely different culture. So when I think about it, and some of the choices, like leaving the home, leaving my country, I don't want to take this chance I don't want to leave it but anyway I'm in this situation instead of I'm feeling depressed and I wishing something that I cannot have right now and I realized maybe when I create the hour from this point of view when I look at it in the in France sometimes I want to Luxembourg for my exhibition I look at the the country of Luxembourg their culture their story through my eyes Sometimes I went to the to the Ukraine, and I look at the 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 Ukraine culture and history from my eyes. You know, at this time, 
I was surrounded by the people, the local people, and also kind of a, a European uh, nationality people. So when I look at one thing about the maybe a COVID solution, like the vaccine, whatever it is, when I look at it, I have a, a different dimension, a little bit slightly different from them. And it's not only one, maybe a daily things, a daily life, and um what is happening in a normal in 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 a general sometimes maybe it was one solutions one thing one uh, one thing that uh, you need to find the find find, uh, find a solution to solve but when we look at it and when i look at it with all this background there is a slightly different points of view so i think it's really interesting when i when i can keep this uh, moment this idea the view that I look at to the different world from the different background, and I can put it on the artwork, I think it's going to be the really interesting. Because now I'm not only uh, from the small towns, really conservative, only thinking and focusing about one culture. I can taste the other's culture, and I can taste the other uh, different life and different view and different the political situation, different way mindset of people. It's not only right now, you know, it's like from generation by generation in their different society, how the way they look at it. I think it's really interesting and it's really uh, beautiful. So, and I feel it's, it's uh, also unique. So I think uh, in the future, I want to keep this little moment, little moment, little moment, and I want to to show this the different dimension of the looking up to the the world through art. After today's discussion, it should be clear to everyone just how dire the situation is in Myanmar. We are doing our best to shine a light on the ongoing crisis, and we thank you for taking the time to listen. If you found today's talk of value, please consider passing it along to friends in your network. And because our nonprofit is now in a position to transfer funds directly to the protest movement, please also consider letting others know that there is now a way to give that supports the most vulnerable and to those who are especially impacted by this organized state terror. If you would like to join in our mission to support those in Myanmar who are resisting the military coup, we welcome your contribution in any form, currency, or transfer method. Every cent goes immediately and directly to funding those local communities who need it most. Donations go to support such causes as the Civil Disobedience Movement, CDM, families of deceased victims, and the purchasing of protective equipment and medical supplies. Or if you prefer, you can earmark your donation to go directly to the guest you just heard on today's show. In order to facilitate this donation work, we have registered a new nonprofit called Better Burma for this express purpose. Any donation you give on our Insight Myanmar website is now directed to this fund. Alternatively, you can visit our new Better Burma website, which is betterburma.org, and donate directly there. In either case, your donation goes to the same cause, and both websites accept credit cards. You can also give via PayPal 
by going to paypal.me slash betterburma. Additionally, we can take donations through Patreon, Venmo, GoFundMe, and Cash App. Simply search Better Burma on each platform and you'll find our account. You can also visit either website for specific links to those respective accounts or email us at info at betterburma.org. In all cases, that's Better Burma, one word, spelled B-E-T-T-E-R-B-U-R-M-A. If you would like to give in another way, please contact us. Thank you so much for your kind consideration. Oh, my God.